Uh, it's tremendous for, for mid-band sports. It's all really about uh, how exciting you make the games. Mid-band's one of the best conferences in, in Pennsylvania. Welcome everybody to MidPen Sports Weekly. I'm your host Luke Brown, the voice of the Camp Hill Lions and your host of MidPen Sports Weekly. We welcome you to episode number 11. We have once again reached double digits on the episodes and today is a good one. Uh, we're previewing specifically the District 6, 6A um, District Championship game. We'll get to that a little bit later with some interviews. Um, and first we're going to go to District 3 because um, that's, I believe, with the exception of Altoona and State College and maybe Shippensburg, but I don't think so. Uh, those, are, those are the District 3. Uh, those are the only exceptions to teams that are in the mid-pen but not District 3, um, which I wasn't even aware of until, this, until I prepped for this episode and everything. Um, so we're going to talk about District 3, uh, lacrosse, and baseball playoffs, uh, more focused on baseball since there's so much... Uh, baseball playoffs and there's so many brackets and stuff so uh, let's get it rolling so we start off with uh, district three uh, there's no district or there's no mid pen teams in the district three one a bracket so we go to the two a bracket which camp hill holds the number one seed in that uh, obviously being a camp hill student and the broadcaster for the camp hill baseball team i've been able to watch them uh, way more than any other team. I recently got to see Mechanicsburg and Greencastle, um, but Camp Hill will play uh, what was the winner of Kutztown and Newport. They played yesterday at noon at Kutztown Park. They're the four seed, and that's who won at a 15-6 and record facing Camp Hill, who has a 15-4 and record. Uh, this game will be played in Camp Hill at 4.30. If you want to watch the live stream, go to Luke Brown Broadcasting on Facebook. A uh, little, little self-plug for myself there, but that, uh, there will be a live stream of that game with uh, myself as the broadcaster. DeLone Catholic and Upper Dolphin is the other game. Uh, DeLone Catholic has a 9-12 and record, a losing record, and DeLone Catholic is 14-4. and uh, Camp Hill was the three seed in this bracket for a long time. Uh, just until recently, it kind of switched around. Uh, Camp Hill's win in the Mid-Pen Championship semifinal, I think, helped them out a little bit. Uh, they beat Steel High that previous week. Uh, I, I think they beat three teams that previous week, including Middletown, which was a big win, and they became the number one seed. Uh, I believe they'll beat Cutstown and go to the district championship against DeLone Catholic, and I think Camp Hill is going to be able to pull it out. Um, no bias there. Uh, I try to keep it keep it very neutral uh, with no conflicts of interest. Uh, the District 3 runner-up has a PIAA play-in game with the winner of District 9 uh, runner-up on Wednesday, June 1st, uh, but the champion and runner-up both advanced to the PIAA championships, so that means uh, tomorrow's games will cement the state championship, the state bracket will, will cement the state bracket spot. Um, if you make the championship, then you get in. Um, but that's a pretty simple bracket. Not a lot of teams in it, um, especially after those playing games. The 3A tournament uh, has Trinity as the number three seed in it, um, and they will face uh, Anvil tomorrow. Uh, so they've got 
Anvil, who is 9 and 10. This game is at West Park, uh, home of the Trinity Shamrocks in Mechanicsburg tomorrow at 4.30. Um, Lancaster Catholic is the number one seed in this tournament at 18 and 2. Uh, Bur- they, and Lancaster Catholic will face the winner of Burks Catholic and Bermudian Springs. Uh, Bermudian Springs started off their season really strong. They've got some players who can really hit the ball, but they finished 9 and 2 at, at the five spot in the tournament. I think Burks Catholic will win that game. I think Trinity will be able to beat another 9 and 10 team in uh, Anvil Coyona. Ole Valley is their uh, second round game at 11 and 7. Uh, I think Trinity will will lose to Ole Valley, um, and it'll be Ole Valley and Lancaster Catholic in the championship. Lancaster Catholic has looked pretty unbeatable, and I don't see a reason why they wouldn't win this district championship. Uh, the chan- This is another where uh, this is another situation where the champion and runner-up will advance to PIAA championships. There's no note about a play-in game like there is in the 2A bracket, so I would assume that both both the champion the champion and the runner-up will uh, will just fit into the 3A bracket, which means that Trinity has to win this game and the next game to. Uh, to keep their season going. 4A bracket is where there's a ton of uh, teams in there. Um, So we'll go to that. Big Spring and Middletown play tomorrow in the first round. Uh, East Penn is the two seed. West Perry is the one seed at 14-6. East Penn has a record of 14-4. Middletown and Big Spring will play East Penn. I have Middletown winning that game uh, by a score of 3-1. Uh, Susquehanna Township and Eastern York play. Susquehanna Township is the three seed. So this is a great bracket for the mid-pen because uh, the number one seed, the number two seed, and the number three seed are all mid-pen teams. Uh, Susquehanna Township is going to beat Eastern York on Thursday. Um, I have East Penn beating Middletown and West Perry beating either Octorora or Fleetwood. I'm not going to really make a pick for that game because I haven't seen either team play. Uh, Fleetwood is 7-12, Octorara is 10-10. I would go with Octorara, uh, but I don't really have an official pick there. And then I'm not going to pick the semifinals or the championship either because those are next week, so I'll just take care of that next week. Um, If I had to pick a winner right now, I would probably go with East Penn, the two seed. Uh, East Penn has been on a pretty hot streak. Uh, West Perry is also a really good team, but East Penn... Uh, has probably played harder teams throughout the year, being in the capital uh, with some out of conference, um, and I think that I think that they have some potential here. Uh, to the 5A tournament, which has again a lot of teams in it. Um, as as you go up the ladder with with brackets and stuff, then it gets it gets uh, with more teams. Muhlenberg faces. Gettysburg. There's 16 teams in this out of 32. Uh, Gettysburg is the 16 seed at a 12 and 7 record. So even the the last seed of the tournament has a winning record. Where you look at some of the like the 3A bracket where the four seed or the five seed has a losing record. Uh, they'll face Greencastle Antrim. Uh, I have Muhlenberg winning that game. Uh, Waynesboro, the 13 seed, plays Ephrata. I have Ephrata winning. They are 14 and six. Waynesboro is 12 and six. Um, 
as you go down the line here, you find Redland, the seven seed, playing Southwestern. Uh, Redland, that game is tomorrow at Redland at 4.30 at Brant Cook Field. Um, I have Redland winning that game. Mechanicsburg is the three seed in this tournament uh, at a 16-3 and record facing Lampeter-Strasburg. Uh, even though I do think that Lampeter-Strasburg will beat Trinity, another mid-pen team, in lacrosse bracket, I have Lampeter-Strasburg losing in the first round to Mechanicsburg. Um, Susquehannock and Northern play, and I've seen Susquehannock play I think twice now, and uh, they look pretty good. Uh, they've there. That's another school that has a pretty prominent lacrosse squad. Uh, they played Northern, and I have Northern losing that game. Um, then you go to the corner finals on Thursday. Uh, Muhlenberg and Greencastle. Uh, it's going to go with Muhlenberg there. The top five teams advance to the PIAA championships here, so this will be the champion, the runner-up. There's a third-place game, a uh, and then there's a little consolation bracket uh, for the fifth place. The fourth place would be the loser of the third-place game, so uh, that is Thursday, June 2nd. So this bracket won't end for quite some time. Um, I've got uh, Ephrata and... Exeter Township, uh, that's a non-Midpen game. I'm going to go with Ephrata. Uh, Mannheim Central and Redland, unfortunately this is where uh, Redland season ends. They will go to the Consolation Semifinal B, which is a Consolation bracket for 5th place, so that their season wouldn't necessarily be over. Uh, so. Mechanicsburg will beat Lampeter Strasburg, play Susquehannock. I have Mechanicsburg uh, winning that game pretty comfortably. Then they will go to Tuesday's game, so I'll again take care of those predictions uh, next week. Uh, but this is an interesting bracket. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens here. Muhlenberg, I have, I really don't know much about him. Um, of course, I'm pulling for Mechanicsburg here, the mid-pen team, and definitely has the best chance to win out of the other mid-pen teams that are in it. Um, I was surprised that Redland is a 17, but now looking at it, a 12-8 and record. Uh, keep in mind that they're in the Commonwealth, which is by far the hardest division Um the most well-rounded division for sure, uh, playing Cedarcliff twice a year, playing Central Dolphin twice a year, um, playing Altoona, who ended up winning it twice a year, um, are, all, are all challenges uh, for sure. So so a seven seed is, is pretty, pretty comfortable for them. And uh, of course, I'm pulling for Mechanicsburg or whoever uh, makes a potential run. And now we go to our final bracket, the 6A bracket, um, where there are less teams in this. Uh, top three teams will advance to the PIAA championships. There's another consolation bracket here, but it's just one uh, one game for the third place game. Um, this is a this is a fun bracket. There's some big schools in here at 6A. Uh, Cedarcliff is the eighth seed, even though they had a a pretty great season so far. Uh, they play Hempfield. Uh, that'll be a good game at Cedarcliff High School tomorrow at 4.30. Um, Cedarcliff is my winner for that. Dallas Town and Wilson. I'm going to go with Dallas Town, uh, the 5 seed beating the 12 seed. Uh, Central Dolphin and Carlisle. I'm going to go with an upset here and pick Carlisle. 
Uh, as this is a mid-pen matchup, um, I'm looking forward to this game. It's at Central Dolphin tomorrow at 4.30. Uh, Red Lion and Penn Manor. Going to go with Red Lion at a 16-4 and record. And then they'll face Cumberland Valley on Thursday. I'm going to pick Cumberland Valley. Uh, that game is at CV at 4.30 on Thursday. Um, Mannheim Township versus Dallas Town. I will go with Mannheim Township. Governor Mifflin will face Cedar Cliff, and uh, that's going to be Governor Mifflin. So I'm trying to look here of what team, like what game you lose to go to the third place game, and I'm going to get a guess that the losers of the semifinals will go to that. Yes, so Cedar Cliffs, Cedar Cliff, if they were to lose to Governor Mifflin, under my understanding, they that would be the end of their their year, which is the unfortunate part of being a 6A team, uh, but that's just how it is. Uh, Cumberland Valley will beat Red Lion, uh, Warwick will beat Carlisle, and that goes to Tuesday, so I'll take care of that next week uh, as we... As we keep going in the district bracket, a lot of great teams, um, a lot of great teams in the mid-pen. Uh, a, lot, a lot of stuff to look forward to. Uh, but we switch it to lacrosse now in the 2A and 3A bracket, so let's go ahead and do that. So we'll start off with 3A here in the boys lacrosse bracket. Uh, 3A, so some of this is, has started, um, lacrosse district started a lot before before some of the other ones, so let's just give a quick synopsis. Uh, Governor Mifflin and Carlisle. Carlisle pulled off the upset 9 over 8, which is great for mid-pen, but lost to Mannheim Township, the number one overall seed. 15 and 3 was their record, now it's 16 and 3, and they are facing Hempfield on Tuesday. Um, Cumberland Valley is still alive in the 3A bracket, looking to make an upset. Um, three over two upset uh, against Central York. Uh, Cumberland Valley has so far beat Dallas Town. They had a first round bye. It was the winner of State College and Dallas Town. Dallas Town made an 11 over six upset, and then Cumberland Valley shut them down. Uh, there's a third place game for the losers of the semifinals. So Cumberland, if Cumberland Valley were to lose to Central York, who is 17 and one on the year, Cumberland Valley already lost to them once this season. If they were to lose to Central York, then they would go to that third place game against either Hempfield or Mannheim Township. Um, and I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Cumberland Valley here. They lost to them once. They've seen them before this year. Um, and I'm always pulling for a mid-pen team to win. Uh, so Central York goes to the third place game. I'm going to go with Mannheim Township. Uh, by the looks of it, they're pretty unbeatable. And uh, top four teams advance to the PIAA championship. So even if you get into the third place game, then you are set for state playoffs. Uh, let's go to now to the 2A bracket. Uh, I was at Trinity's first round game in which they faced Redland. Uh, Redland season is over. There's another third place game. It's the same setup. Uh, so Trinity has faced the winner of Redland and Hershey. Uh, they they played Redland. They beat them. Uh, they will now face Lampeter Strasburg on 
Tuesday at Lampeter Strasburg High School. Uh, Lampeter is by far one of the best teams in the area. Um, Susquehannock along that boat too. They play Cocolico uh, Tuesday as well. Uh, I'm going to say Trinity will lose this game and Susquehannock will also beat Cocolico. Uh, and the two will fa- face each other at Landis Field for the Class 2A Championship. Uh, top four teams once again advance to the PIAA Championships. I'm going to pick Trinity to beat Cocolico, the four seed, in the uh, in the third place game. That game would be at Trinity um, if, yeah, it's at higher seed. So that game will be at Trinity at either 5 or 7 o'clock, it says here for the third place game um, but Trinity has cemented their spot to this, uh, at least a play-in game for the state tournament uh, and that's your look at lacrosse of course not as many teams because there's just two classifications and they take the same amount of teams for each 12 um, so that is that is the look at uh, district championships uh, so far a lot to a lot to take in um, but if you slow it down and kind of look at each bracket on PIAA, uh, PIAAD3.org, um, then you can take a look at all of those brackets, uh, and that's kind of where I was looking at for all of this stuff, as well as Google Docs that I've created and, and stuff like that. But PIAAD3.org has all of your district championship information, uh, ticket sales, everything that you need for district championships. So we switch gears to PIAA District 6, uh, which consists of two mid-pen teams, uh, Altoona and State College, and they're both playing each other in the 6A, uh, which consists of three teams. So they had an automatic bid to the championship. State College is 9-9 nine and nine overall in the year 6-8 and eight in division, which they finished 6th out of 8 in. Altoona is 13 and 6 overall, 10 and 4 in the division. They uh, finished first. They almost upset Mechanicsburg in the Midpen Championship tournament. Uh, Mechanicsburg went on to win uh, against Camp Hill in the championship. I brought on uh, Aiden Steinbugel and Eric Rhodes of Altoona, and Ryan Cooper and Ethan Shimony of State College. This game is Friday. Uh, at PNG Field, home of the Altoona Curve. So this is pretty much a home game for Altoona. It's not at their home field, but it's in their home city. Uh, and I'm going to go with Altoona uh, in this game, 7-3. to three. Altoona lost to State College on April 14th, and since then they went on a 14-2 and stretch, most recently losing to Mechanicsburg, the ultimate mid-pen champions. Now, the Mountain Lions were picked to finish last in the division of the Commonwealth and ended up winning it. They've shown incredible resilience and fight the entire season, and I expect no less on Friday. And now we'll, now we'll switch it over All right, to now the interviews. I'm joined with uh, two players from State College, Ryan Cooper and Ethan Shimony, Shimony and uh, they are heading to the district championship uh, in the District 6, is it 6A, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah, so District 6, 6A Championship versus Altoona. Uh, that is next Friday, the 27th of May. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining the podcast. Thank you for having me. 
Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah. So my first question for you guys is, I mentioned you're in District 6, 6A, which is kind of a, a rarity when it comes to divisions and classifications because there's only three teams, and you guys automatically get a bye to the championship. Does that, do you guys see that as a positive or negative thing? It's a positive, but also it's a negative. I mean, it's an easier way towards the state. I mean, sometimes it's good, very good competition. Like, Altoon is a very good team this year, so it should be a difficult game to win. Yeah, Altoona, Altoona just coming off the mid-pen tournament. Uh, they came near to beating Mechanicsburg, who went on to win the tournament. Uh, how are you guys preparing? Uh, what What's the statement from Coach? What's the overall tone of the team coming into this game? You know, we're, pra we're practicing hard right now, trying to get a lot of reps, uh, live reps. We were supposed to have a scrimmage yesterday. Obviously, that guy right now, so we're going to move that to Tuesday. So a lot of live reps are going to help us uh, with the district championship game on Friday and just sticking with our daily routines at practice and just having quality uh, batting practice sessions and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and um, my next question for you guys is, I'm not sure if either of you guys pitch, but I've been asking around a little bit along the season of what pitcher you guys feel the most comfortable with on the mound for a big game, and this is certainly a big game. Uh, who would it be? I can take this one, Coop. So, yeah, we got a lot of depth at the pitching position. Obviously, Cooper pitches, who we're on with right now. Brady Bennett, also one of our guys. I feel comfortable with both of them on the mound. Coop's obviously chucking it. You know, he can blow one by you real fast, but uh, Benick is also, he can put it wherever he wants. He can locate it, so I'm comfortable with both those guys on the mound. And obviously, we have, we have some depth as well, so I got out of the bullpen. We got a couple lefties, Jack and Owen Stout, and then we also got Sam Janik and Cooper Albert, who can also come in and shut, shut an inning down if we need, so I'm comfortable with anyone who we got on the mound, really. Yeah, that that's awesome. Uh, it's, it's also, it's always good to have a lot of pitchers in your rotation that you can turn to, especially with the state tournament coming up. Um, and I'm assuming it's winner and runner-up get to go here, or is it just the winner gets to go to the state tournament? Just, uh, it's just the winner, and then you go to a play-in game. If you lose, you go to the play-in game, or if you win, you go to the play-in game? If you win. Oh, okay. So, so what kind of pressure does that kind of give you guys even though even if you win your district to, to still be in a play playing game and not necessarily be in the tournament quite yet um well at the same time there's pressure we're also very confident that we can win the game and then also it goes into a playing game versus a team that has predominantly won that game versus us so we're excited to get a chance to beat them this year yeah, that's awesome, um, and I'm I'm hoping the best for you guys here in the in the game coming up in the tournament coming up. Hopefully, um, and I'll be tuned in on Friday, however I can be against Altoona for a big game. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys for joining. All right, now we're joined with the boys from Altoona Baseball, and uh, thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast ahead of a big game here against State College. Yes, sir. Thanks for, thanks for having us. Thank you. 
Alright, so my first question for you guys is, this is at PNG Field, which I believe is the home of the Altoona Curve, correct? Yes, sir. So, is is this a stadium that you guys have played in before in your high school career, or this season maybe at all? Uh, yeah, we play in it every year. There's a Curve Classic tournament that we get put into against other local teams, and uh, then me and Eric also have played in it for travel ball a good bit. Oh, that's awesome that you guys have experience in a stadium like that. Um, how how does that does this does it make it a better experience here against this game for this game? Does it does it change your strategy in any in any way playing at this stadium? I think it does. I think it honestly has an advantage for us being in Altoona. So we'll let you know our students out. So we should have a good crowd there. So it should be a good uh, should be a good game, and hopefully our crowd brings it Friday. Yeah, it's always great to have a have a loud and passionate crowd there at the stadium. Um, and my second question was I asked I asked State College this. Uh, you you're you're in District 6 6A uh, automatic bid to the to the championship game, but you have to win it in order to go to states. What effect does that have coming into the game? Um it's just one of them games that it's do or die. We just got to bring it all. We just got to play well, and we got to play like how we have been. If we play like how we have been, and we just do what we're supposed to do, I think we should be able to get the win. But State College, I know, is not going to be an easy opponent by any means. They're a tough team. Yeah, yeah, absolutely they are. Uh, A tough team. They've got some upset wins. Uh, the last time they played in a minor league stadium was FMB Field, and they beat Cumberland Valley, which was a huge upset win. Um, and th- that's what the mid-pen is full of. You have a lot of teams who are e- easily upset, but there's, there's so many good teams in the mid-pen. And you guys being so far away from, like, the center of the mid-pen, like, I'm not sure what the drive is from my house, which is in Camp Hill, to Altoona, uh, but you guys are kind of far from the center of the mid-pen, uh, how, how does that have an effect overall on the season, being so far from other teams? It was, it was, I'll tell you, it was, a long, it was a long bus drive some nights. Uh, we're usually two, two and a half hours out from, you know, Cedar Cliff, Central Dolphin. But, yeah, just long bus drives. I mean, it can be tough because they, they have to come here, so it's the other way around. But, you know, we, yeah. found, ways, we found ways to get the job done over, over in uh, Harrisburg. Yeah, absolutely. And and uh, are you, are you guys glad that you're in the mid pen with so much tough competition? Is that an advantage overall? I definitely think it's an advantage. Um, playing better competition with us being six A, it's tough to find six A six A opponents around where we live. So joining the mid pen is just a lot better. We get to play really good opponents, and then that would help us if we were to make it to the state tournament. Yeah, and and. What are you looking? What are you looking at for the state tournament? What's the what's the strategy for going into the state tournament if you win this game, or are you just focused on this game before yeah. into that? <laughs> yeah, man, just one game at a time. Yeah, one game at a time. First we got state Friday. We gotta win it. Yeah, absolutely, and I wish you guys the best of luck in that game. And thank you so much for joining Mid Penn Sports Weekly. Yes, sir. Thanks, man. Thanks, yes, sir. Thank you. All right, I hope you enjoyed the interviews that I had for uh, both sides, and uh, keep it 
tuned on MedPen Sports Weekly. Uh, we are on Instagram and Twitter at MidPen Weekly. Uh, so make sure to follow the Instagram and Twitter pages at MidPen Weekly for MidPen Sports content throughout the week and special information on what's going on in the podcast, uh, which is released every Monday on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Make sure to subscribe to get notifications for uh, new releases because of, uh, there's going to be some special releases throughout the playoffs, I'm sure. And uh, thank you for listening. I appreciate it. And I will see you next Monday.